Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Hello, Good Warwick. Good morning, Nicole Cox. I just talked all over the top of you. <laughs> You've never done that before. No, I do that a lot, don't I? Well, you just have a lot of information you like to share. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm excited. That's what it is. I'm just generally excited. I'm an excitable fellow. It's Sunday morning, Warwick. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, <sighs> so, g'day, listeners. Tradies in business, daily tradie, Ronacast. Anzac Day yesterday, the day after Anzac Day today. Have you noticed that days just kind of run into each other, Coxie? I don't think we call them by their preface anymore. They're just day. <laughs> it's just a day. It's no longer Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday. It's just day, day, day. Yeah, just another day ending in Y. Yes, it's a bit messy. But As in you know. why? Why are we still doing this? Delilah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, you were singing before we went to air. so you, I know, you know, but I did that before I pressed record. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't serenading our listeners. Well, if you lead me into it, you know I will. <laughs> uh, so what's going on, listeners? What have you been up to? Have you done us a review? Oh, let me check oh, again. Yes, please. I'll check again. The live, the live review check brought to you by Trades and Business. business. <laughs> radio. Uh, what happened to us going into radio? Oh, I gave up on the idea. No one, no one picked up the ball and ran with it. Oh, uh, I kind of feel like maybe it will happen one day. I just maybe not now. We're doing fell, it daily now, like this anyway. It fell on deaf ears, Coxie. Pardon? It. <laughs> Oh, I am sharp oh, for a Sunday you just morning. Got me. You got me. <laughs> Damn it. Must be the fifth cup of coffee that I need to have. Oh my gosh, it we've got another be. review. Oh great. We've got another review. You ready? Let's read it. Let's read it. I'm excited. I'm gonna I'm gonna out this person because or not out them. Um because this this was like a second attempt. Um <gasps> Sam. Sam. We love you, Sam. Thank you, if Sam. If you're a boy or a girl, I'm pretty sure you're a boy. <laughs> I think Sam's a boy. I did do a little sneaky stalk. Oh, you've done the, you've done the social stalk. I did. A Let's talk about that in stalk. a second. Um, Sam says five stars. That's a good start. Thank you, Sam. Awesome. With two exclamation marks, not just one, but two. That is awesome. Now, I haven't pre-read this. So this could go <laughs> one of two ways. <laughs> This podcast is very useful to tradies who've taken the plunge and gone out into the big, wide world of business. Whether you're a one-man band or a million-dollar company, there will be useful information that you can use. Was and Nick make it easy to listen to, unlike some podcasts that can just drone on. Well done, guys. Well done, That's Sam. That's an awesome review, Sam. Thank you so much. Bloody hell, now I'm excited on a Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> You've got How a reason cool to get that? through another day ending in why. I do. That is, I love it when people share their thoughts with us, particularly when they're complimentary, but <laughs> either way, I'll take either. I do like when we get some sort of feedback. That's brilliant, Sam. Thank you for taking the so, time. So that's two people in the running for some merchandise. Whew, if we ever get the merchandise. Mm, don't. Anyway, yeah, that just, <laughs> that just took me down. Let's notch. go back to being happy. <clears throat> 
Did you let your hens out this morning yet? I, I love letting the hens out in the morning. It's actually a bit of an arm wrestle between myself and Mrs. Was to, um, to go and let the chooks out because it's such a joyful moment. It is the best. To, <laughs> to watch them all. Like, we've got some big hens. Um, if you know anything about chook breeds, we have some massive australorps. And uh, they, when they run, they have these big feathery pantaloons. <laughs> and, and they sort of have this weird bum wobble thing that goes on as they run up the yard in the morning. It's like they're just so happy to be let out in the morning. And it happens every like day. That. They, they don't, they... Sorry. No, go on. There you go. It... I'll talk. Uh, uh. <laughs> they... Uh, Happy, well, I don't know if chooks get happy. Do chooks get happy? Oh, look, I think you'd know if they weren't happy. And to be fair, I've had some unhappy chickens. They weren't well and they were mm. very unhappy and they don't, they don't warble. Chooks don't warble. That's magpies. But, you know, they don't cluck. They don't oh, have that yes. happy noise when they're not happy. I, I have had unhappy hens. Mm. Well, I like to see the level of happiness of my hens. Well, our hens. I can't really claim them just as mine because... No, you really can't. I've had to shut the door so wifey can't uh, interject in our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 interesting to see in animals what I think a lot of us humans struggle to do and that is to be present. Okay, we're we going this deep already on a Sunday. <laughs> Holy moly. Well, you know, it was there, it was, it was on the tree, it was ripe, so I picked it. You do like a bit of ripe fruit. Okay, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> my chickens. Let's go back to my chickens. <laughs> I've been enjoying your chickens. Your wife sends me beautiful videos of your chickens coming out some mornings and it makes me very happy indeed whilst I wrestle with how we're going to have chickens here in our backyard. Mm. Well, it is... Uh, it is wonderful to be on acreage again for me, I must mm. say. Um, you know, on a Sunday, it's a beautiful day on the farm, no matter what the weather's doing. Uh, I'm actually, I think I'm turning into a proper Tasmanian because it's raining and 12 degrees on some days and I don't care. I think You're wearing a T-shirt on Friday. It must have yeah. been. <laughs> 12, 12 degrees is suddenly the new warm. Well, yeah, it's like, oh, I wonder if I should pop a little flannel on or something. You know, it's it's maybe getting a little cool. Um, we don't even light the fire most nights yet because, like, oh, it's it's still 11 degrees. Um, wow. cold enough for the fireplace. <laughs> Do you know that there was a bar- – I'll call it a barometer loosely, which is a bit funny, but um, when we were in – when I say we, I mean my first husband and I, in the, the uh, firewood business, we knew as soon as the first – night was predicted in Brisbane to hit 13 degrees, our phone would just go crazy. Absolutely yeah. nuts. Yep. With orders. We need and we need it now. So you'd have to have a stockpile and be running two delivery runs a day and it was crazy. But not until it got to 13 degrees. Interesting. Well, the, the that the trigger point down here is a bit less than that. <laughs> <laughs> I would think it'd have to be though. Although there there are people trying to get firewood now at the end of April. Um in Tassie, is like trying to get a politician to give you a straight answer. 
So you're not very successful then. <laughs> I love making up my own little euphemisms. It's really cool. Yes. Some people actually get fooled into thinking that I didn't make it up and uh, that it's, that's a legitimate uh, urban um, dictionary thing. You think people like get fooled into that or do you think that they allow you to think that because it makes you feel good? Anyway, so chickens. Chickens are really lovely. <laughs> you got the you got the cat the cat nails out today, Coxie. I do. I'm just it's giving me a few scratches there. Scratch you a bit from time to time. But um, yeah, getting firewood is pretty challenging coming into winter. So uh, I, well, me being me and having oh, look, I uh, I do have a bit of tradie blood in my veins. I I felt a bit. Um, yes. we, we had a meeting the other day with someone <laughs> I who could see it on your you face. might feel a bit feel you might uh, hear a bit more from. Uh, anyway, ex tradie, and you know, there's this thing about asking us, but particularly me, I get asked this question a bit and have done over the years. So, uh, were you a tradie, was and I always feel that little pang of shit. Uh, no, is the short answer. And, and then I go into this whole, uh, you know, does that mean that I'm not as legit or I don't have the cred because I never had a ticket and I didn't have my own, you know, electrical business or whatever the heck it was. Um, but over the years I've learned that it really doesn't matter for shit because, uh, I feel like I understand the trades pretty well. Um, my clients certainly seem to think so. <laughs> um, but it, it's just that thing where it's like I felt a bit judged. Uh, it's a polarising question, I think, when you're mm. in our position. And I am um, I clearly haven't been a tradie. But I was going to say, because uh, were you a tradie, Nicole? Were you ever a no. tradie? No, I wasn't. I did a oh. lot of work on site, but I, I don't have a ticket and I'm okay with that. Oh. So it's, how, it's not a question they ask me though. Businesses then, because I'm a, a builder's wife. I am the builder's wife. <laughs> You're the builder's wife. Well, I was the builder's son, not your builder. <laughs> that would be freaking weird, wouldn't it? That would be freaking weird. <laughs> Doing a podcast with your husband's son. <laughs> we should you get know, one of your one... boys on the on the show. We should get I your boy. Thought about that this morning. I actually thought about. Um, the fact that you were seeing Grace this weekend and maybe we should get – it would be very cute to get some sound grabs from Grace. <laughs> and then I thought, holy moly, that means that you'll want to talk to my children and that will just result in a series of grunts. Although you know that my son has started to be a little more expressive since going out into the real world. Oh, we could get the SA on the show. You know what? He listened to that. He was very proud of that episode. He loves oh, it. That's cool. He we could almost his- get him on. He could wear his uh, Abercrombie and Finch, Fitch, Finch? Yes, yes, yes. Um, T-shirt or something. Currently he's wearing something that looks like um, we would have worn it in the 80s or early 90s. It's a jumper and I hated it till he put it on. I don't mind it now. And I have just bought, I can't say, but my boy, so he's the second eldest boy and the third in the run of five kids. It's his 18th in just a couple of weeks and 
Boys are very hard to buy everlasting gifts for. Actually, mm. this is quite interesting. It's only been since then I've realized, oh, my goodness, a laser, a laser uh, measurer, whatever they're actually called, would have been a great gift for him given that he's now in the world of flooring. But oh, yeah, I did yeah. buy him a particularly big brand name um, investment piece for his birthday. I can't say too much because they do occasionally listen and I'd hate to drop myself in it. But it is about as eche as they come and he is going to love it sick. I will be the best mum in the world come the 18th of May. You hope so anyway. Yeah, well, I can take it back. I did get a receipt just in case. <laughs> oh, man, there, there's so many threads in today's episode, Coxie, and we haven't really finished any of them. So. <laughs> no, that's so true. But we, what, what, we were going to talk about relaxing, right, and what that looks like for everyone, weren't we? Uh, that's what you suggested we talk about. And then I completely ignored that and bounced around on the 17 other Chickens. topics. Chickens. Yes, as we normally do. Chickens. Well, what are you doing today, Warwick? Let's do this. What are you doing? Today is a day of gazing lovingly and, um, hungrily at my calves in the paddock. I was really worried about where that was going to go. <laughs> you thought I was going to say breakfast or something. I, I'm not. Yes. Oh, that's good. So, the, <laughs> I do love the, a bit of ripe fruit. <laughs> the calves have arrived and they're well. Peaches are my favourite. Yes, the calves are here um, <laughs> and uh, they're doing what cattle do, which is stand around and eat grass. Can I issue you with a challenge? Uh, yes, you may. Could you please upload a story to Instagram, Facebook of your cows or calves? I don't know when they change into cows. Uh, they change into cows when they have a, a calf of their own. So here's, a, here's a, some oh. completely useless information for you listeners about bovines or uh, boss taurus, as is their scientific genus. So uh, basically, calves are young cattle. And then... Um, of either sex, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and then basically once they're weaned, then, uh, well, that's why they call them weaners because they've been weaned. Um, and then they're either steers because they have had a certain part of their anatomy removed. So they're not a steer until that's removed? Correct. Or those are removed? Correct. Um, right. Up until then, they're a, a bull calf. Uh, okay. Bulls turn into steers when a little bit of them um, falls off. So are they and forever <laughs> then a steer? Yep, so then they're steers. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, they are heifers until they've had a calf of their own. I've met a few heifers in my time. <laughs> well, uh, Mrs. Was and I were kind of laughing about this the other day because uh, she said, so, because she, she hasn't had any kids of her own yet. And she said, oh, so I'd be a heifer. And I said, that's probably not a term I'd use to describe you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not, not quite as complimentary. Close. But um, we have a couple of beautiful little heifers and a, a couple of uh, handsome-looking steers in the paddock. So will you be – obviously, you can't breed those two together, but will you be looking <laughs> to breed with your heifers? Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'd, I probably wouldn't mind – creating some baby cattle of our own. Mm -hmm. um, well, not me personally. That's probably not going to work out so well. But, um, yeah. There we go again. <laughs> I will. Let's just move on, Coxie. I'll stick some uh, photo or video or something of the, the cattle, which mm -hmm. is the collective term for bovines, mm -hmm. um, onto our 
Tradies and Business Instagram story, and I'll throw some of the chickens up too. <gasps> That'll some be chicken nice. Chicken videos. You, I don't you have watch. Anything. I'm going to flood Instagram with chicken and cow videos, <laughs> and I'm sure our followers will be really excited. Oh, they'll be riveted. <laughs> Good on you, Woz. That's great, mate. Thanks for sharing that. Run along. So, yeah, what about you, Coxie? What's Sunday hold for you? Well, we haven't been able to do any work around the house for quite some time. Um, Builder is now out of his sling and mm. doing intensive rehab and has decided that he feels like doing some work to remind himself he is actually a tradie. <laughs> and so I had a few brain explosions on Thursday about um, a desk nook that we currently have in our kitchen and about how we can easily update our kitchen. And then we have a stairwell that's particularly dark. It's still got beautiful carpet, but it's got traditional carpet. My home is a bit of a blend of traditional and fresh and new, and we decided we're going to update it all. So painting, we will be painting. We've had the sun quote for a new stair runner, so we may even pull the old stair runner off so we can start to paint the stair treads. Oh, cool. Um, And then we will paint the desk nook. It's actually going to turn into a bar nook because it's right alongside the kitchen. Makes complete sense. So we might paint there as well and order some cabinetry, perhaps a wine fridge. Yeah, I'm a bit excited about this one. I uh, I love my wine fridge. <laughs> <laughs> we got we had one and we got rid of it because it was always empty. There's <laughs> <laughs> no point having a wine fridge when you don't no, keep it. Well, so we're going to put a new one in and um, concentrate on some buying some nice reds and keeping them for a longer period of time. Yeah, see, I... I quite enjoy that uh, aspect of not drinking much or often. Mm. Um, just, you know, that's our choice of how we roll uh, because we we tend to spend a little more on bottles of wine uh, because we stick them in the thing and we let them mature and do all that uh, wine wanker stuff. Um, but it's quite... You know what? I, I I like that aspect of buying a decent wine, you know, cellaring it somehow, letting it age for a few years, and then opening it and going, "Oh wow, that's really good." That's you know the the waiting has actually improved it. But wouldn't that be frustrating? And it's really delicious, and you might like another bottle of it, but you can't get it anymore. Yeah, well, then you've then you have all that um, wonderful uh, experience of finding a different one. And mm. popping it down. And it's been interesting getting back to a productive hobby farm, um, which I haven't had for many, many years, because, you know, we talked about my uh, my cattle. Um, basically, you buy them, you put them in the paddock, you take care of them for a year or two, and you don't get anything out of them, you know, productively, if, if you're so inclined nutritionally, for a year or more. So you just have to wait. You know, there's you don't just pop down to to the either the very large supermarket or the local butcher and just grab what you want and bring it home and eat it that night. Mm. There's this whole um, maturing patience. process. Yeah, this whole uh, patience piece in there, and it's the same with our chooks. You know, their point of lays some of them, but they could be a month or three before they actually start laying. And so we've got all these chooks running around, we're feeding them, we're letting them out every day, locking them up at night, and they don't give us anything other than, I guess, that the joy of seeing them, um, and they are pretty funny, but uh, 
there's no instant reward. So we've outlaid all this money. You know, I've spent money on fencing and buying the actual cattle and building a chook house. And, you know, the way that the, the current world or maybe the old world <laughs> worked pre, pre-Rona was that, you know, you bought the thing, you got it, you used it, and there was no gap between the supposed mm-hmm. reward and the actual decision and the purchase. I kind of like that. I like I like being forced into sort of waiting and and uh, I guess that anticipation a little bit. I do the same in my garden. Mm. Yeah, Gardens it's another have great forever analogy. to grow, forever to grow. Especially but they take a lot of work. <laughs> Southern to get them Queensland, to grow. where it never rains anymore. <laughs> oh, that's so true. I did lose my grass. I'm still belly aching about my poor grass. <laughs> You've Hang not on, been here for a long or? time. Yes, well, no, I don't. I can't mow it anymore because it's dirt. I just yeah. have dirt in my backyard. Dust mower. It's yes. Well, it's unfortunate that we it was almost dead when we arrived back in Ipswich anyway. Mm. Uh, but we managed to revive it, and we had a little bit of rain over Christmas, I think, and we haven't had any since. And now it's a dust bowl again because it didn't have deep enough roots for it to take. Ah, uh, yes. Um, yep. So I'm feeling a bit depressed about my backyard. So I play in the front one where I've managed to keep it all green. And like you say, it takes a lot of work, a lot of watching and waiting and loving for nothing, no reward before the roses start to pop or, mm. you know, the new plants start to grow. It is, it, it's probably my favorite part of being outside. A lot of that outside stuff takes a lot of time. Coxie, are you ready for a Chuck Norris segue? Go. I, I just I felt this one just pop out. <laughs> I'm ready. It's like building a great business. Woo! <laughs> you got to invest, and you have to, you know, get the the all the bits um, together, and put a lot of time and effort into it, and nurture it. And you might not get a reward out of it for, geez, a month, a year, a decade. Mm. But uh, by gosh, it's worth it in the end. It certainly is. And there is no time better than now to be investing in your business. That's why I no bought time cattle. Mm. <laughs> but it is, you know, so many people, they do, oh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go here. You don't know where I'm about to go, Coxie, but I'm going to go there. No. So we have people who sign up to the trade desk. On a free trial, and that's awesome. We love our free trial people, and they come and check it out, and then they leave. Hmm. And sometimes I watch, I watch the membership numbers, and we look at the reports. And uh, yes, we do know that you've joined. So, <laughs> Coxie and I do look at your names. Uh, but I see these people come and then they go before they've stuck around long enough to actually get a return. You know, yes. to get a reward. And I think. No, no, it's not instant. It doesn't it's happen in two weeks or even a couple of months. You know, this is this is a longer game. It doesn't have to be a 10-year game, but no, it's certainly more than a few weeks. Mm. And I just, I see a lot of people and I see a lot of the comments in our groups and online variously that uh, I just don't think people are patient enough anymore, Coxie. Well, we're trained to have this instant gratification. They, they expect, take time. you know, oh, I'm going to go buy a chalk and then I should have eggs today. Well, and that's what I bought the chalk for. 
Exactly. And in actual fact, that's been happening. There's, there's uh, laying hen breeders down here in Tassie that are screening owners because people are buying chickens and then complaining and getting frustrated because they're not producing eggs straight away because, you know, they're doing the whole corona panic thing and they're going to produce their own eggs, right, because you can't buy more than two dozen at the supermarket. Mm-hmm. And and so the, the, the breeders have started saying, that's it. Unless you can show that you know something about chooks mm-hmm. and that you're set up for them and you understand what's involved, we're not actually going to sell them to you. Because I've had people try and return the hens because, what do you mean I've got to wait three months for them to start laying? Seriously. Well, I bet those same people are returning the bulk toilet paper they bought too. Yeah. Yeah. How do you like them apples? <laughs> That's so. hilarious. I don't have a problem with them vetting people. I just think it's incredibly amusing or sad, take your pick, or that somebody would assume that you purchase a chicken and it will lay eggs immediately. But this is the... Look, it's either because they don't know anything about chickens, and that could be part of it. I mean, um, that's a reasonable And that's fine. Uh, uh, sadly, I see a lot of that behaviour and expectation that, well, what do you mean my cash flow hasn't improved in my business in three weeks? I did a cash flow <laughs> forecast. I signed up to a, a job management platform. How come, how come people aren't paying me on time? Mm. So, well, how long have you been doing this? There's a there's a wait period. You've got to wait for the wine to age and improve and you don't get the $500 bottle of Grange unless you actually wait, you know. So, anywho, um, if you've signed up a for a free trial, uh, stick around for a bit. Just, you know, give it some time. Let it mature and things will start to, things will start to happen, but it does take time. And, look, even if it's not the trade desk – and I'll step away from that little uh, that little uh, kidney punch. <laughs> um, just business in general. If you're frustrated because it's not happening or it's like, when is this going to get easier? How many times have we heard people say that, Coxie? Far too often. When is it, when is it going to change? When are, when are the staff going to start doing what they're supposed to be doing? It's like, well, when you actually stick at it long enough. And mm. again, we spoke to someone from the industry who's built a, a pretty impressive business um, that said uh, that the word they used was grit. And I thought, yes, it's gritty. Business is gritty. You know, it's, you've got to keep at it. It's not a, hey, presto overnight, ma- wave the magic wand and there's the success. That's very true. Anyway. You, you got really deep on this Sunday. I thought we were going to have fun and you turned it all businessy. Sorry. I need to go talk to my cows. Well, they're not cows. They're cattle. My steers and my heifers and my wife isn't one of them. <laughs> have you named them? Oh. Controversial topic. I haven't. The ladies oh. in the house will no doubt name them and I think that's a bit of a risky strategy because uh, I'm not having four Big fat pets wandering around eating my grass for free. <laughs> you got to pull your weight around. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yes. Um, no. Well, it doesn't we actually. Pet cows. Yeah. Uh, you know that's that's just how we roll here on the farm. I can't um, eat anything that has a name. So I, for me, it would be either I don't buy cattle. Or I swap my cattle with your cattle because your cattle wouldn't have a name and I'll eat your cattle and you can eat my cattle. 
I saw, oh my gosh, this is getting 2020 kind of political here. I saw a, a pretty funny, what I thought was funny, um, post on social media where somebody of a particular belief system had put a sticker on a tray of beef. Oh, for crying out loud. And said, you know, this this particular tray's name was Rosie or something. Um, was this age and colour and here's a photo of what she looked like before this and all that stuff. Um, still want to eat it? And I just thought, uh, it, it's it's an interesting headspace uh, around some of these things. It's like, I think I'll just steer clear of this right now, Coxie, and let it go. But um, naming it <laughs> to me, the, the point of that was that just giving it a name to me doesn't actually change it. I don't, I don't uh, have an issue with that. And I'm sure wifey won't. You know, we sort of joked about it and she grew up on a small farm as well, as did I. So, um, and I think you did too, Coxie. You're, you're, a, you're a country girl. I am a country girl. There's it's a song about that. of life for many of us. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, T-Bone and um, uh, Beefy was one, was one of the names my <laughs> eight-and-a-half-year-old came up with, uh, which I thought was awesome. It's so, cute. um, yeah, but, uh, I don't know. We might name, I'll tell you if we do. Please do. I can eat your named cows and I couldn't care less <laughs> if you put a sticker on my meat in the supermarket, I'm going to eat that cow. It's just the relationship for me when I look at them as pets, I can't, uh, you know, I'll never eat one of my own chickens. They're here mm. for love and eggs and cause they follow me around the yard making nice noises at me, mm. but no. G'day to all the uh, the vegans who are listening. Um, I think it's awesome that we all have different views in life and um, I actually reckon that uh, there's a lot to be said for all of us actually just chatting about it and uh, sharing our, our views and opinions um, without judgment. So just wanted to throw that little footnote on the end of that. You're getting all politically correct now. Well, I don't know. I, I've, um, yeah, I've had some interesting conversations and debates over the years with various people from various different belief systems, whether it's nutritional choices or religion or politics or economics. Um, I find a lot of us just get too attached to our dogmatic views and get very one-eyed, and I've definitely been guilty of that over the years. Uh, I think I think post-Rona, I think uh, there's a huge opportunity for us, in inverted commas, as in humans, to perhaps be a little more understanding and uh, not accepting. I don't have to believe what you believe just because you think it's right. But I think I should at least show an interest and, and educate myself about it. So anyway, there you go. Deep and meaningful for a Sunday, Coxie. This episode has been brought to you by <laughs> Warwick's Internal Thoughts. <laughs> Warwick's hamster running like a crazy bastard in his wheel in his head. <laughs> Do you notice I just let you go with this one? I'm just sitting back and listening and thinking. Yeah. Oh, an just interesting gotta, episode. I'm going to go pull all the arrows out of my back now, Coxie, before I bleed to death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that was to be an Indian. All right. Um, listeners, reviews, give us one. If you thought this episode was a complete crock, give us an iTunes <laughs> review that says it. No, no, don't say that. Uh, Still give us five stars at least. Yeah, five stars. We don't care what you say. Um, <laughs> give us give us a review on I iTunes. Do. Help other tradies find this show, 
and um and you know put in the gritty long-term work that's going to get them the results that a lot of our listeners and our members and our clients and our awesome community are getting so uh give us a review on itunes we'll read them out unless you tell us not to uh, and you'll go in the running for some merchandise when we can track down the person who's supposed to be giving it to us. Um, <laughs> we'll send you some cool stuff <laughs> with our brand all over it. Go do it. Love Get it. Some nice review. Thank you for listening. Toodles. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business, and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.